It's Randall. Let's just welcome to the SEO Rant. I am your host, Morty Overton. You might know me better as which is the SEO brand, but I remind you this podcast is your unofficial Morty Magic and Morty Mania. For official-ish Morty Magic and man, on the Mania side, check out Wix's Serps Up podcast over Wix.com slash SEO slash learn slash podcast. Got more slashes than OJ in there. Anyway, um, where can you find the SEO Rant? You can find it at the SEORant.com, on Twitter at SEO Rant. You can find episodes on Stitcher, Spotify. it's not Stitcher anymore, right? I keep doing that. Now it's Pandora. I don't know. Um, you can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on wherever you consume your podcast. You can find it on a cassette, A-track, and vinyl. For today's listening pleasure, we have the digital marketing director of Dragon Metrics, the one, the only, say hello to Sarah Presh. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How about you? I'm good. Good. So, plug away, Dragon Metrics. Ah, okay. So, I get to do this. Oh, the marketer's going to market on this podcast. We're not going to do that shit. Like, oh, let me do it. Let me sneak a little plug. No, plug. Go ahead. Okay. So, we're an all-in-one SEO platform. I'm not going to bore you with the spiel. Don't worry. So, no, we're in um SEO platform. Um, My God. Edit the edit this out. on the spot now. Hold on. I'll, 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 I'll banter for a second. So that you can mull it over, because I forgot to mention to the audience that the SEO rant comes out once a week, typically like I don't know Thursday or Friday or whatever. So subscribe. Okay, bought you a few seconds. Okay, so we're an all-in-one SEO platform. Um, we have a real focus on really good reporting, um, rank tracking as well. We kind of do everything that you know you'd expect from an SEO tool, um, but we're really good. I mean, I, I used the tool before I started working at Dragon Metrics, and I really Ooh, liked it. Look at that. So that's All right, a good we'll link to the website in the show notes. So you get a back link, and people can go check it out through the link. Fancy. Thank yeah, you. Look at that. Uh, okay, so today, as I try to plow through my terrible cold, we're talking about critical thinking or the lack of it in the SEO industry. So you're basically, wait, before we start, you're basically saying SEOs are dumb. I wouldn't no. say that I'm saying SEOs no? oh, okay. are dumb. I wanted to start like really like spicy. Okay, fine. Didn't buy oh, it. no, you can, you can say that. So basically people don't use their brains in SEO. I don't, I, don't I, I, I think, make that spicier. I think people in general don't use their brains. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. People are trash. Yeah. To be honest, I don't like people. So, yeah. Ugh, you know. Worst. They are. They really are. I don't like about AI. I don't know. AI never tried to manipulate me. AI didn't abandon me as a child. This oh, is we're, very we're, true. We're really bringing up my uh, my <laughs> trauma early on in this episode. Okay, for real, for real. Lack of critical thinking in SEO. What do you mean? Yeah, so as you probably already know, critical thinking is basically the ability to form a well-informed, non-biased opinion on something. And I think with SEO, just kind of the way that so many new things are coming out and the way that we kind of have this, I wouldn't say terrible, but it's kind of terrible habit of jumping on the bandwagon with everything that people are forgetting to stop, take a minute and actually evaluate kind of, is this thing right? Does this work for my business? Is this going to do any good rather than just seeing something shiny and just running for it? Yeah. Okay. But like, that's hard. So why would I want to do that? No, but okay. For for reality, <laughs> what do you think? First off, devil's advocate, like I'll put out like some like deep thought on whatever and, and nobody likes it on Twitter. Hmm. One time Crystal's like, oh, you should just like, you know, 
Crystal, Crystal Carter at Wix, my BFF. Um, she's like, yeah, you just like tweet out like AI catchphrases. I'm like, okay. So I tweeted out AI, Bard, um, Generative AI, SGE. And it got tons of likes and retweets. Oh God, I find that as well. Like the posts on LinkedIn. So I'm more um, active on LinkedIn than I am on Twitter. And like the less thought that I put into a post, the more people like it. And then you write something that's really good. So is there and a lack of critical thinking or are we just giving people what they want? I don't know. Maybe this is me overthinking it, but I don't want to give people what they want if it's silly. And it's not really what they need. <laughs> I see. So you're trying to be Maybe ethical I'm just about this. I understand. Okay. But I, I do think it's a real problem, by the way, because you have SEO is very conceptual. I think it's very conceptual. Yep. I think I think marketing is very conceptual. I can't talk. One second. <clears throat> okay. I think marketing fundamentally is very, very, very conceptual because you're dealing with things like people's preferences, people's psychological structure, people's existential needs, all this kind of great stuff. Mm -hmm. But even SEO, because you're talking about a, an advanced algorithm, which is trying to replicate what people are looking for, is conceptual. And you have folks out there, like, I don't know, Kevin Indig. Kevin Indig is very, very conceptual approach to SEO. And I find that stuff super interesting. And I think it helps you, it helps me at least, when you look at SEO in that way, it helps you understand what direction you should be going in when no one else is giving you a direction. And I think the biggest problem to me in SEO is when you're focused, when you're overly focused on implementation, which I'm not saying you shouldn't be, obviously you should be. I mean, if you, if you don't do it, then it's a, you know, you don't get your rankings, but I completely get where you're coming from with that. <laughs> but having a conceptual understanding of well, what's, what's the underpinning of what's happening in the ecosystem can tell you what direction to go in. It can help you actually advise your straight. We all say a catchphrase, you know, like, uh, you know, improve your SEO strategy. You can't do that without critical thinking. No, and even like basic psychology, like I genuinely had no idea that a psychology degree would help me as an SEO, but I'm finding that's actually one of the most important things that as a marketer does help me because you have to understand how people think. You have to understand what motivates them. You have to understand, you know, how to evaluate things and do all of that lovely stuff, even like research. I never even thought that psychology research, you know, using SPSS and shit would, you know, be beneficial to SEO, but you can do much better research if you know how to do it. You can target users differently. You can target content differently. Oh, let's take EAT. Okay? EAT is, you know, whatever, 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 you know, I have a whole checklist to knock off my EAT. I get the author byline. I, I say the word I and we an hour at least 50 times in the post. I got it down. But fundamentally... These things are all concepts and they all overlap, which is why I like when Google eventually put out a Venn diagram about it. It all overlapped because conceptually speaking, it's all one thing. To me, at least, it's all one thing. And if you really want to take an approach to say, I'm just using EAT as one example, to good EAT, you need to understand the underpinnings of what that actually means. And then you can, and then you can take that abstraction and you can apply that to particular strategies or to particular concepts. Like, for example, exactly. if I wanted to look at EEAT and I wanted to define, okay, what is it fundamentally? I would define it in one sentence as nuanced content. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of putting it. I haven't heard anyone call it that before, but no, seriously, it's, you know. But because I use my brain, you might disagree with me, 
And I'm sure you can define it multiple ways. That's how I'm defining it. Mm. But now I can say, okay, if EAT means nuanced content fundamentally, now I know how to actually go about creating content other than shoving in bylines and abbreviations after names all over the place. Oh, yeah, no, completely. And I think as well, you need to, um, I'm going to be talking about it at um, Brighton SEO and um, not Ooh, this exact. Oh, you're speaking of Brighton. Look at that. I am. I'm on the main stage and I'm absolutely Ooh, main myself stage. because it's scary. It's not scary <laughs> it's because you can't see anybody anyway because the lights are blinding. This is true. This is very true. Wear sun- I would wear sunglasses. I could go on there and, you know, look a bit like a gangster and have like a you know, gold chain and just go on that. Like no, I, but when Mike King did ours, um, mm-hmm. our, our podcast session, Brighton, San Diego, he had, mm-hmm. you know, he's got the aviator. Shade. He rocks the aviator shades like he's Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? That's actually brilliant because it's blinding up there. So pro tip, if you're speaking at Brighton on the main stage, sunglasses. Yeah, that's really good. Awesome. I'll remember that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be talking about um, confirmation bias and the way that people are searching, the way people search, actually, um, you know, I have completely murdered that. So basically, basically people know what the, what information they want to find and they phrase their search queries in a particular way to confirm what they're already believing. So you yeah. can tell just from the word order of a, um, a sentence or a key, long tail keyword that they're using what information they want to find, and they don't even realize that they're doing it. So when you're analyzing your keywords, if you understand what's going on inside people's brains, you can write better content because you can feed them exactly what they want. And if it's kind of on a dodgy subject, um, then you can try and, you know, do your bit to, you know, try and stop misinformation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you can also, if we're talking about targeting keywords, emerging topics which i've been doing a lot of work with recently Mm. you have to use your brain for that and i'll tell you why in just a minute because traditional keyword research tools are great like dragon metrics however you might want to take it one step beyond with a more topical thematical analysis of what people are actually looking for by using people also ask if you hated what i just said that wasn't part of their actual cold read. What they wanted me to say is also ask minds and organizes Google's people also ask data in real time, showing you the next most likely question your searchers are going to ask. Oh, hey, emerging content. See why I tied that in there? Anyway, best of all, it's completely free to try. You don't even need to create an account. They're not trying to steal your email so they can market you with a bunch of other shit you don't want later. Translation. I'm just trying to translate what they're trying to say. If I if I got that wrong, Mark, you let me know. Also ask is the world's only API for people also ask data, meaning you can combine this data directly with AI tools, a got the buzzword in, such as chat GPT to supercharge your content briefs and write great content at scale. Go to alsoask.com and use the code SEO rant to get 10% off. I'm not just a promoter of also ask, I'm also a client. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah that, it's quite funny because that actually links on to another thing that I wrote a note um, down about is the lack of critical thinking when it comes to tools. Oh, <laughs> wait, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swing right back around. That's a lovely topic to talk about. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so many things. Okay, emerging content. If you're talking, yeah. say, news content or you know, content around things that are just, if it's not news per se, that are developing, you can't use a keyword research tool per se 
because there is no search volume, there is no data. You could kind of use also ask maybe to find something like similar and see what people are asking around that sort of topic in general. But at mm. a certain point, you're going to have to use your brain. By the way, if you want how I use also asked, because because I'm keep plugging away because hey, if you're paying me, I will plug. The way I use it is I'll take a look at not just, okay, oh, if there's a question and the people also ask, let me target that. I don't do that. I mean, sometimes I do. What I look at is thematically, what's the underlying theme of all of these questions that the people are asking and what does it say about their needs? And now I can think, there's that T word again, about what people might want that's not even in the questions themselves. Exactly. And I think that's key when you're doing keyword research is not to rely on the tool 100%. And I say this from a tool provider. It's you have to go into there, you have to analyze, you have to look at kind of what people are thinking, what sort of things they're looking for, and then, you know, take it, giving it a modern spin. Exactly. That's the A word. Think as well. There's think and abstract. I'm not even going to go to the abbreviations because that's not going to work well for me. Right. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Yes. Okay. Tools. Tools are great. You like tools. I I like like tools. Tools. Tools, Sometimes people, they could be a crutch and they replace thinking with tables and pie charts. I think you know exactly where I'm going with this, but like even working for a tool provider will be the first people to tell you, use the tool to help you. Don't use it to replace you and your brain and you know what you're doing because we Unless do- you're an idiot. Like if you're a complete idiot, just rely on the tool. If you're a tool, rely on the tool. There we go. But I would, as a positive person, deep down, I know as I come up, I think people are actually intelligent. And that you they have you have the you can do it. You oh, they, have the ability. Trust they totally yourself. can do it. They totally can. And like I think if they just spent a minute realizing that they can, they would do it. They would. It's all about mindset. Self-fulfilling yeah. prophecies in both good and bad ways. Anyway, I've interrupted your flow of thought, which is what I kind of do on the podcast. I'm not uh, here to help, I'm here to interrupt. Oh, don't worry. So yeah, I no- actually like this in actual meetings, which it's both entertaining and probably really annoying for people. To be honest, I have a bit of a habit of doing the same because I never know when to button, so I just button randomly. Nice. Yeah. But, and then I go off on a tangent because then I can't remember what I was speaking about in the first place. We're talking about tools and, thinking, exactly. and don't let the tools replace the thinking. Exactly. So, like, I see it quite a lot. So that people... SEOs are relying on two um, basically bullshit metrics. They're using these metrics and they're thinking that they're God and they're relying, you know, reporting on them to clients and stuff and potential prospects, Um, you know, pretending that they're the most, you know, sacred thing. For example, like disavowing toxic backlinks. That was something I was talking about yesterday. Like, oh, my God, the spam score. We need to disavow the toxic backlinks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I find it so interesting that so many of the tools, and I'm not trying to upset anybody, including yourself, the tools are so heavily built on the backlink as the backbone of the tool. We're actually not. So I think that's something that we do different. Okay. Um, 
different but no I completely get it like there is a lot of focus in the SEO industry right now about backlinks everybody it's always is been like these tools were built 20 years ago at this point and I'm, I'm overestimating and that's when backlinks were the big thing and they haven't yep. really necessarily evolved past that which is why we're recommending tools like people also asked or um, also asked rather on this podcast Mark you're getting your money's worth in this episode dude <laughs> I guess it Mark you should have got a Dragon Metrics plug in there <laughs> nice well done um but anyway yeah so like you have these people going after things like you know their spam score when actually spam links are just like a normal part of life when you have a website you can't go through you know as most, long as most links are spammy and yeah. spammy garbage crap you put up a you spit up a website you're out there for six months or so. You have like maybe like three good good you know, backlinks, and the rest of it is like weird ass links. Like that's just every website. You don't need to worry about that. Literally yeah. every website. Exactly. And as long as you're not building shitty backlinks and getting millions of them and having a backlink profile that's literally like 100% spam links and nothing else, you're grand. You don't need to worry about it. Yeah, like look, maybe if like you feel like someone is targeting you with like toxic links, like fine, like whatever. There's like scenarios here and there where like, all right, maybe it makes sense. You know, we can we can have a debate or a conversation about that. But for the most part, no. So yeah. and by the way, like not using your brain in this case, if you're wasting an hour, two hours of your day doing this, <laughs> that's time. That's time. time I don't know, goofing off and watching now uh, YouTube. Exactly, and it's meant uh, like client money as well. Like I'm right, sure that too. You could also be working for your probably. clients. Right, right, right. <laughs> rather you spend it and it's like there's so many of these different things for example like um readability score that's another big one that i see a lot i i love that my life as a teacher has the uh, has morphed or like evolved into like my life as an seo like ah oh, flash Kate score is great we're back to this crap oh god yeah because i <laughs> are you smarter than a fifth grader not really Oh, and the way that they do it as well, because it's basically done on the number of words. So like, you just got a full stop. Also, in there. it's like, it, it, it's, it's bonkers because let's say you're writing, I don't know, about astrophysics. Okay? <laughs> Your score should not be like a readability of like, you know, eighth grade level. Because I don't think your audience would appreciate that. And I'm pretty sure Google won't appreciate that because Google profiles content by, by vertical, by type. And if it's like, oh, this is astrophysics, we expect it not to sound like it's written for a fourth grader. Unless it's astrophysics for fourth graders. No, exactly. Exactly. And like, if you're creating, you know, authoritative content in astrophysics, you need to sound like, you know, what you're doing rather than having these short sentences and stuff. And you like, mean, I, like think, I mean, wait, 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 wait. I shouldn't make every sentence a new paragraph. Oh, no. I hate that, by the way, if we're going to crap on tools. um, And this is like, I think Yoast is a great tool. I am not trying to crap on Yoast, but I never get the, the green light when I write for the readability stuff because my sentence structure when I naturally write is co is more complex. Oh, gosh. And I'm not changing how I write because some stupid-ass tool said, oh, this is not green. Oh, God, I find that as well. Like, Yoast is actually one of my things on my list here about the green lights. The green um, lights. Seriously, when it comes to the readability as well, like I live in the Czech Republic, I speak Czech a lot. So I find that, for example, I speak kind of Czechlish sometimes. And you'll see that my sentences are really long, just like Czech sentences and stuff. So I'm screwed when it comes to readability score. Right. I mean, the whole German language is probably totally screwed. Like bakery is like 5,000 characters, no? 
Oh yeah, no, I've done um, SEO projects in German because I speak German as well. And literally it's impossible in any of these languages to get a green light on Yells and the readability is always red and it's always flagging stuff up. And you see people who say, rely on tools too much and they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you wrote a really bad article. And you're like, no, it just oh, takes it, it, It's fine. But by the way, I'm like, you know, the tools, it's harder. We have this, we have something called the SEO assistant inside of Wix and sort of plugging the hell out of everything today. Um, it's a on-page SEO tool inside of the Wix SEO panel, and it basically runs through like your H1, the keyword in your you know body text, just like the the fundamentals of the page. Yeah. And we had a whole debate of what do we do with the red light green light thing. We mm -hmm. don't want to be too red light green lighty, -y, but we also want to have some kind of visual indicator because you know yes, for a more advanced user, they're not going to need that. Mm. are not so advanced. We have you know, 200 million users. Like, there's all sorts of people. There's people you know, who are managing SEO agencies using the tool and there's you know, regular folks. You know, they own, I don't know, they own a SaaS platform. They're not mm. an SEO. They're using the tool. So I get why people use those like more simplish kind of things because sometimes your users need them and we as pros sit yeah. here on a high horse to say, whoa, what a bunch of idiots. And we're, but we're both right. In the end, by the way, what we did was we had a... a a background at the very top of the tool that changes from light red to light yellow to light green. So you do have a visual indicator, but we're not trying to put so much focus on it. That's clever. That was, like, very, that was very clever by the team. We have very clever people, except for Nati Yeli Malik. He's not as clever as the rest of them. <laughs> in I'm Dragon just joking. Nati's brilliant. I just like yanking his chain. In Dragon <laughs> Metrics as well, we'd be, um, we have some of the features like URL X-Ray that goes through um, and takes a look at, for example, your SEO um, titles and, you know, your on-page content to check if the keywords are in there and things, which are really useful, especially if you're dealing with a junior or a client who's not very well-versed in SEO, they can use it as a guide um, and it's absolutely fine. But again, the way that we tell people that it's okay, it's a very, very, it's, it's a small dot um, and it does go from red to green. But again, it's not the focus. It's not like, oh my gosh, you have a traffic light and you're all red um, sort of thing. So definitely ways around it's it. It's always a hard balance. It really mm. is. Okay. I'm afraid that we're just going to keep plugging the hell out of everything. And also if I've had way too much thinking for one day, for the week, I'm done. I'm not thinking anymore. I don't want to <laughs> do good things with my brain. Just want oh. to implement based off checklists and templates, which you can find in the Wix SEO Resource Center. Oh my God, I can't stop. Oh, I've seen that. It's really cool. Great, right? That's Crystal's yep. baby. I didn't do I had very little to do with that. I just want to give full credit to Crystal. She's done a good because I'm scared of her a little bit. <laughs> but also because I'm not scared of her and just want to give her the credit. Um anyway, That's where can people find you? Yeah, people can mainly find me on LinkedIn. Um Search for me on LinkedIn if you can spell my name. Um, <laughs> I am on Twitter. Um, I, I see like you pop up on Twitter once in a while. I see you there. Oh, yeah. No, I literally kind of I I making, bullied into making a Twitter. Um, oh, really? That's well, no, it, well, I didn't get bullied into making it. Basically, I had access to Dragon Metrics Twitter, and I found myself replying to people accidentally via the Dragon Metrics thing as if it oh. was me. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, I need to stop. Horrifying, because right? When that happens, you're like horrified. So I made myself a Twitter and sometimes I'll be there. Okay. Well, we'll link to both profiles in the show notes. Watch me screw that up. I'll only link to one in the show notes. Um, but I'll try to remember to link to both in the show notes. 
Well, put LinkedIn. Oh, you yeah, can put LinkedIn. I know. I know. I'll definitely put LinkedIn first. It's a question <laughs> I find is more than I remember the Twitter account. No, LinkedIn. I know. I know you're, I, I, I have people that divide up my mind. Like, oh, that's a LinkedIn person. That's a Twitter person. That's an Instagram person. I don't even know you. Oh, I can't even cope with Twitter because, you know, I have so much to say and then you only have a couple of lines and I'm like, no, no, no you got a whole lot now. You got a whole lot. You just can't schedule them. Unless you're like paying for the premium, 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 premium. I don't like how many levels of premium there are anymore. The one thing we're not going to plug is Twitter on this show because I am so sick of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me oh, too. Guys, ruined it. Anyway, we'll link to Sarah's profiles in the show notes. Check out Dragon Metrics. Check out our sponsor, also Asked. And check out check out Wix. Check out all the stuff we're doing on the Wix SEO Hub. I'm trying to think of anything else we're like missed plugging. Um, and check out Thinking. Check out exactly thinking. critical yeah, thinking in the SEO if you want to use your brain some more. There you go, Brighton SEO plug for that as well. Uh, dear audience, where can you find the SEO rant? Again, you already found it, but if you're listening to your friend's car, don't know where to find it, Google it or go to a podcast platform and type the words SEO rant and then click enter and you'll find it. Also at SEO rant on Twitter, the SEO rant.com. Um, new episode to look for next week in the aforementioned places. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to me fetch about tools the whole time. Anytime. And to the dear audience, toodles.